Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into One Hit Wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Pasta Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Hey everybody and welcome to another Mailbag episode. This is the Horror Movie Night Sell Out! With me, oh yeah, because we're going to be reading a couple quick talking points because this is part of our first big giveaway, uh, the Jaws 45th anniversary limited edition release was dropped on June 2nd, and they let us pick four lucky listeners to win some free copies. So not only are they going to get Steven Spielberg's cinematic masterpiece on a 4K Ultra HD which is like the first time ever, but there's three hours of bonus content in there. Holy shit. In- including a making of Jaws, all the deleted scenes, outtakes from sets, and it comes with a 44-page booklet of introductions, rare photos, the storyboards, and anything else that they could find from the archive. So this is like, if you're a Jaws fan, this is like the ultimate Jaws collection. So we're going to read the emails that won, because the way that the contest was, was that we said on our socials, send us emails of your worst experience at the beach. And we got some submissions, but these were the ones that we picked. So we've got first one coming in from a a friend of ours and a friend of yours and a friend of the Facebook page, Rain. She said, I'm not great at writing, so I'm just going to jump right in. When I was around six years old, my dad and his family took me to the beach for the very first time. Boys, I was enticed. I had never seen the ocean before. My tiny little brain couldn't process just how big the ocean was. And so I did not fear it at all. But that was about to change. I vividly remembered holding on to the hand of my dad's wife as we walked down to the beach to the receding waves. I was so excited to get to the water, and like a child, I was splashing around in ankle-high waves without a care in the world, but then there was a shadow. I looked up and saw what seemed to my six-year-old eyes to be a wave about five feet tall quickly coming my way. By the time my dad's wife noticed, it was too late. All I can remember is that from that moment, I was no longer holding onto her hand and was plunged underwater, flipping end over end, not being able to see anything. I'm pretty sure that I almost drowned because I definitely didn't know how to swim or that I wasn't supposed to hold my or that I was supposed to hold my breath when I was underwater. 
so I inhaled and swallowed a lot of seawater. Next thing I remember, I was sitting in the sand far away from the water next to some stinky kelp and just throwing up whatever what, for what felt like the entire ocean. Uh, my dad kind of half-heartedly patted my back. I didn't feel safe going to the beach or in a large body of water until I was 16, and even then, I'll only go up to my knees. And to this day, I still don't know how to swim. Hope you guys are holding up through this quarantine. I miss your nerdy faces, and I hope that I can see you all again safely before the end of the year. Eat shit and live. Rain. Uh, so, Brian, did that bring back any like PTSD for you? Yeah. Let me just tell these listeners they're lucky that I am a co-host because they wouldn't even have a shot if I was not if I was a participant. Uh, because I got also got taken down by a wave and I also got sucked in. What was that called? The, the, uh, rip tide, the tide. Yeah. tide started just pulling me back into the ocean. And even though more waves were coming forward, I was still going backwards and my brother couldn't grab my hand because he was laughing at me. (laughs) Here's the thing. I kept reaching out for his hand and it was like a scary moment. And then there'd be a split second where I'd see Brian's face and he would just go, help. And I was like, you gotta, you gotta be calm in those situations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one, we've actually, we have two winners, both named Tom. Uh, I don't want to say one story is better than the other, but I will say that this was probably of all the stories I read, the one where my jaw dropped while I was reading it. Uh, so this, this is, is the t- best. This is the b- actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for last. Actually, good call, Brian. Uh, so let's go to the other Tom, uh, who we know pretty well. Uh, he lives not too far from Brian. And he says, as a Floridian, I had ample time to go to the beach. The Gulf of Mexico is one of the prettiest and most relaxing places on the planet Earth with its soft sand and gentle waves. I, of course, live on the east coast of Florida, though, where it's a goddamn where it's got goddamn coquina sand. Is that how that's pronounced? I don't know if you're asking me, but Tom lives close to me the same way someone in Virginia lives close to you. Yeah, I'm just saying you're in the same state. Uh, A very long state. Yeah, (laughs) that sand is made of tiny broken shells that stick to you like goddamn concrete. My parents have owned a beach house for four years at this point with an outdoor shower, and I think I've been down to the beach twice in my life. This is one of those times. I was dating a very nice girl at the time named Abby who had an adorable five-year-old boy named Ethan. Now, Ethan has autism, which makes him a handful, but he's actually a remarkable kid. In any event, we're going, we're going to visit my parents, but we decide to have lunch at this B-side restaurant. Ethan is having a rough time and throwing a bit of a fit, so I say, hey, why don't I take him down to the beach so he can see the water and get psyched to go to the beach after we get to my parents' house? Abby thinks this is a terrible idea, but I'm all like, what could possibly go wrong? So I take him down to the beach, and he bolts as soon as he hits the sand and proceeds to run fully clothed into the water. Me panicking that he's going to drown, chase him in, also going straight into the water. Everything is soaked, but don't worry, I'm not concerned about that, as I'm caked in this goddamn cement sand that's covering everything now. Abby paid for the check, proceeded to tut-tut me for being the dumbass that I am as we proceeded to fill my car with sand and then drive to my parents' house. I didn't have a change of clothes, so I proceeded to wear my stepfather's very fashionable fashionable Big Lebowski t-shirt and pants while my mother ran a wash. Ethan just switched to his swimsuit, and he had a blast at the beach the whole time. In summary, I didn't know what to expect when literally everybody else at the table saw what was going to happen. So that was Tom's story. 
And then let's see, we had uh, Logan sent. You're like, a story. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You're like, that's Tom's story. And now this is Tom's story. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll break it up. We'll, we'll go to a Logan story. Uh, Tom's story Logan's... was scary. I got nervous. Yeah, there's a, it, it took you through all the emotions. Uh, Logan's story says, I don't remember it well because it happened when I was four, which was 26 years ago. So by my math, that makes Logan 30. And he's, oh. also, about, and he's also about to be a dad. So congratulations, Logan, on that too. Uh, that being said, it was uh, only congratulations falling. on being a dad. It takes no effort to be 30. Just don't die for 30 years. That's uh, all the effort I, it takes. You know, I also think it doesn't take, well. <clears throat> <laughs> that, be, that being said, it was me falling into a low tide while my family wasn't paying attention, and I thought that I was drowning. At the time, I was riding a Razor scooter at church camp. <laughs> or, or he goes, or there was the time where I was riding a Razor scooter at church camp out when I was 12, and then I fell off of it and got a concussion. But that was a capground at the beach. So that counted, counts in my mind. Also, it's funny because I was riding a fucking Razor scooter. Love, Logan. So thank you, Logan, for that story. Congratulations. Enjoy your DVD. But now here's the story. Like I said, That was very Tom. Stranger Things of him. Yeah. It just was <laughs> loaded with things from the 90s. So I was riding my Razor scooter, and I slipped on some pogs. And I was like, oh, no, my Pokemon are in my pocket. <laughs> All right. So here's, here's the last one. This is from Tom who I think all of us have met. I know Scott has met him. He's a very nice gentleman who volunteers at Monster Mania and always has the kindest of words for us. Uh, but he said, I was about nine or 10. Every summer when I was a kid, we would spend one weekend in the summer at my mom's, with my mom's brother on his boat in Ocean City, New Jersey, and one at a beach trailer with my mom's sister in Sea Isle. Our dad wouldn't go with us to Sea Isle, and it's probably for the best that he didn't this year. It was our last day at the trailer, and we were packing some stuff up. We'd packed up, we'd pack up, and then we were going to head to the beach and then drive home right from the beach. My aunt gave me her keys to load some stuff in the car. As I finished loading stuff into the trunk, I noticed that there was a small spray can attached to her keys. While I was walking back into the trailer, I kept fidgeting with this can, and then finally, somehow, I made it spray. As you can probably tell, it wasn't air freshener or mouth spray. It was face spray for bad guys. I had sprayed myself with mace. And I was near a fan, so it went into the fan as well and went throughout the entire trailer. I was screaming and I had to stand on the deck. My eyes were red and burning, as well as all over my skin where the spray had landed. I had to sit in a bathtub of cold water with an icy rag, dabbing my eyes for an hour. Meanwhile, my brother was also crying, yelling that I had ruined the day for everyone. We finally made it to the beach and my mom wanted to put sunscreen on me and I told her no because my skin hurt and I would do it myself. And I never did and I ended up having the worst sunburns I've ever had. I also threw part of my sandwich at a seagull which made all the other seagulls flock at me. It was the worst part was that almost everything hurt from the spray and from the hot, from the hot sand to the salt water. It was a terrible, terrible day. I now officially hate the beach but I can tell people that I pepper sprayed myself once. Nice. And he's not even a cop. No, no. You have to do that. You have to do that in, in, in cop school. <laughs> I did not know that that was part of cop school. It is. You're welcome. That's crazy. All right. So since we have a little bit more time and we didn't want to just release a 10 minute mailbag episode, uh, I put out a call. Wait, who wins? Are those all the, the winners? winners? They all yeah, won you, Jackknob. Oh, I didn't get to vote. I didn't have a vote. Well, yeah, because you're on the show, jackass. 
I mean, I didn't get to vote for who the winners were. But I will say oh. this. If I did get to vote and we were doing a judges circle, the winner would have like a 4.3. So do better with your stories. <laughs> Jesus. Brian is the tough critic. Won't talk on the show, but we'll criticize everybody else who, who steps up. Uh, so He doesn't get any free shit for being on the show, though. No, no he doesn't. So I just get anxiety. <laughs> That's free. <laughs> uh, so I had put a call to arms on social media. I said, guys, it's been like two months now that the top review that shows up when anybody looks at our podcast just says that we're uneducated but entertaining, which I think is funny, but I don't think that it's a great advertisement for the show. So I said, hey, can you guys throw some five star reviews in there? You know, something that we could be proud of. And boy, did you guys deliver. So as promised, here we go. We're going to rock through a bunch of these. Uh, so the first one that we have is from Blood and Thunder 87. He said, great and knowledgeable hosts that bring historical facts, great takes, and humor to horror movies. From schlock to the classics, they cover a lot of ground. Highly recommend it. So thanks a bunch there, Blood and Thunder 87. Uh, here's one. For, and... If you listen to our previous mailbag episode, you'll know who this is. Uh, it's from Tim299. He said, these guys are fun, intelligent, and always have interesting commentary on their podcasts. I love what they have to offer to the horror movie review world. The only unfortunate thing is that they refuse to review Feast Tooth Sloppy Second. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, horror movie it. night. Our movie night is and will always be my go-to horror podcast. I love everything about it. Thanks so much, Tim. And every time I see Tim at a convention, he's always rocking our ghost boner shirt. So that makes me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this review was called Horror Without the H Cut from the Team from PA number 48. <laughs> that <laughs> is said... so dank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All of us got a like at least a semi right then. Said so these guys are pure fans of horror movies, not just the good in horror, but more importantly, the bad in horror. Guilty pleasures in horror is their wheelhouse. Always fun, always engaging. Hang around and pick up on all the inside jokes. It's definitely worth a listen. So thanks for that. This was probably my favorite of all the reviews uh, from John F1050. And he said, I don't understand how they can watch these movies, like all of them. From beginning to end, <laughs> I, I try to watch them. I really do. But man, they are not good. Fun and unique perspective on the trash that they watch. All three of them work together well, but Brian is by far my least favorite. <laughs> Next email. <laughs> That's a review. Everyone can see that. Next review. <laughs> uh, the next one came in from Nightlight42. It said, I love spending my car rides listening to these three discuss terrible, terrible horror movies. They have a fantastic team who loves what they do, even if they despise the movie that week. And they appreciate their fans. I'm not a fan of horror, unless you count Ernest Scared Stupid or The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, but, but have only seen a handful of the films they've discussed. But their movie knowledge and comedic banter is what makes it such a fun and enjoyable podcast for me to listen to. Great work, guys. Thanks. Uh, so thank you to them. That's um, how you write a review. Yeah. You don't be mean, mean to Brian. No, we just need to, <laughs> please, in all your reviews, make sure that you sign who's your least favorite. <laughs> um, and please have it always be Brian always. because my emotions can't handle that. So this one came in from Amanda Devo, said great horror podcast. 
I've been listening to this podcast for a couple of years now, and it never fails to entertain me and make me laugh. I enjoy that they cover such a wide variety of horror from the bad cheesy B ones are always the most fun to listen to. I highly recommend, especially if you are a horror nerd such as myself. So thank you so much, Amanda. And then this is the most recent one. And dear God, Brian gave a lot of credit to the previous review, but this is the one that I, I will wear this as a badge of honor. It says Matt, Scott and Brian are family. And the, that's the name of the review. The review says the hard movie night podcast is like sitting around on a Friday night with your best friends or brothers and having fun, just talking about all of our favorite things in life. Even though the podcast is about bad horror movies, it's about so much more. It's about life, family, and friends, and all the stuff that makes us smile and reminisce about not only the good times, but the bad times. And we as friends, and I believe family, are always there with the support. Also, the amazing and funny content is available through their Patreon as well. It's well worth just a small donation. So thank you so much, Brandon, for not only giving us a review and kind of saying what Scott and I have been saying about this podcast for years, but also, you know, like a little promotion for the Patreon. But yeah, like horror movie night is to me is not really that much about horror movies. It's about using horror movies as like the, the launching pad into whatever weird ass tangents we get ourselves into. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh God. We have such a problem with it. Well, because that's like why, that's why I think that we get away with like all the bonus episodes that we get into because it's like, we'll just review like nineties teen flick soundtracks or just interview like random musicians that like we're fans of because it doesn't necessarily have to tie back into horror. It's just like, Oh, that's something that we've mentioned on the show before. Let's just go all in on it. And that's, that's a blessing for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but that's our, our short little mailbag episode. Obviously keep the emails coming and we will always be prepared to read them. Uh, I enjoy doing these. It's fun to hear from you guys. So if you have anything that you want to tell us, hmnpodcast at gmail.com. Also, by the time this is dropping, we are still taking submissions for listener submitted month. So feel free to shoot those over to us at hmnpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't know what type of movies to submit, Listen to the mailbag episode from last month where we <laughs> we make it very clear what we don't want. So, so thank you guys so much. And they're still going to be like, why? Oh, but they want to watch Killer Tongue. Yeah. You know what, though? I'm not going to lie. Like someone posted in the Facebook page a little bit more about shark, Shocking Dark. And I'm I mean, Tom's been pushing that for a bit, but I, I might have to go back and, and throw a vote on Shocking Dark the more that I hear about it. Is that it. actually in our uh, our it, list for September? I think right it's now? in our list for things that are up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, of the things that have been suggested, um, I have no problem doing it. I watched a couple clips of it because um, Rainbow, uh, the user that, or the, the member that uh, mentioned it, um, I think that they put a a link to youtube in it or i looked it up on youtube because they had said that it's on youtube and um it's bonkers i don't know if it's horror but it's bonkers (laughs) works for me all right guys well it looks like brian got lost so we will be back uh next week with more he didn't get lost he lost himself (laughs) uh guys stay tuned we'll be back with another episode on thursday night peace Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. 
Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come, baby, come, and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 